Welcome back to College Questions. I'm DJ, and today it's just me leading with some questions from Scripture, actually. On occasion, I'm going to be kicking these out. We'll still have me and Tarshawn teaming up from time to time, but the truth is uh, Tarshawn's a new daddy right now, so he's trying to figure that out, and so I want to keep some episodes rolling here in the meantime. And I want to lead in a little unique way, and I want to still lead with questions. However, the questions are going to come directly from scripture, the Bible is full of questions, and I love that. I love that God puts questions in there for us, and I love this one. We're going to lead with this one right here from the beginning of Proverbs, and it says, How long will you simple ones love your simple ways? How long will you simple ones love your simple ways? What a rebuking question, to be honest with you, but it's a powerful question. There is this thing that exists called wisdom, but who has it? Where is it found? How do you get it? I mean, I think we would all recognize that. And the truth is that question is pointed because it pointed to fools, right? How long will you simple ones love your simple ways? It could be translated. How long will you foolish ones love your foolish ways? Proverbs is crystal clear that there is the way of wisdom and then there is the way of foolishness. And so I love exploring what is wisdom, where is it found, how do you get it? These are great questions. And I like, uh, you got to go to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, that says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In other words, there is a start to it, right? That's the beginning. And we have to know that Christ is that centerpiece. In other words, we're going to go to the scriptures, but we have to remember even what Jesus told the Pharisees when he said, you diligently study the scriptures because you think that by them you can have eternal life. Jesus is is helping them see that, look, you guys are studying the scripture, but guess what? You're not connecting the dot that it all points to me. Thus, you will perish because you'll perish apart from me. I heard some man once say, read the Bible as a book which points to Jesus because it actually is. From Genesis to Revelation, it is a book that points to Jesus. And so we want to know that when, when we read the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, all of it is pointing to Jesus. That truth is pointing to Jesus, that he is the centerpiece. He is the base, the foundation of wisdom. And so we have to look through the scriptures with that lens. Now, With that in mind, him being the starting point, how do you continue? So in other words, that's the beginning of wisdom is relationship with God through Christ. How do you continue? Because you can still have a relationship with God and be foolish. You can lack wisdom. So how do you know? Well, let's go to the scriptures. Let's go to just Proverbs. We're going to be journeying through Proverbs today. And I really just want to read a few phrases from Proverbs chapter one and two. I went through and just found some direct action verbs that were given to the audience. So author to audience, here's what they said. I want to see if you can connect some dots. Look for some themes in what you're hearing right now. This is all from Proverbs 1 and 2. Hear your father's instructions. Do not forsake your mother's teachings. Do not walk in the way of the wicked. Hold back your foot from their path. Receive my words. Treasure up my commandments. Incline your heart. Call out for insight. Raise your voice for understanding. Seek it like silver. Search for it like hidden treasure. Now, there's a lot going on there. But I think what's interesting to me that I find is this tension that there's so many Christians that I think I think at the base they would agree, yeah, I want wisdom. 
but they don't know how to get it. And then even if they know how to get it, I think they refuse to accept how they're going to get it. I mean, the theme that was running between these words are it's, it's action verbs. In other words, let me ask you this. Whose job is it to do those things? Now, we have to understand, uh, going back to the beginning of wisdom is Jesus and Hebrews I think it's maybe 12 verse two says, let us keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, right? That is the, that is so true, right? Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. He is the one who does that. But in God's design, and I think this is where a lot of people miss it in his design of how he does that, how he leads us to wisdom is that he gives us a role to play in that. We would call these commands. So when you get to Ecclesiastes and he goes through all the things and he says, you know, what's the whole, what, what's the point? What's the, it's all meaningless. It's all uh, chasing after the wind, right? He, all the silly stuff. And then he gets to the end and what does he say? What's the conclusion of the matter? The conclusion of the matter is fear God and keep his commandments. You go to the great commission. If we want to bring a little new Testament in here is what does it say? Right? Uh, let's see. Great commission, Matthew 28. All authority in this heaven or earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to do what? Teaching them to obey all the commands. There's that word again. Teaching them to obey all the commandments. So you have this fear God, keep his commands, teach all to obey. Jesus saying, if you love me, you will keep my commands. If you love me, you'll obey my commands. Well, I think the reality is, is that a lot of people want wisdom to just fall into their lap and what I see in the word of God is we have a responsibility and a role to play in gaining wisdom. Let's go back to those things I pointed out. Whose job is it to hear the father's instructions? Whose responsibility is it to not forsake your mother's teachings? Whose responsibility is it to not walk in the way of wicked or hold back your foot from their path? Whose job is it to receive the words, to treasure up commands, to incline your heart, to call out for insight? Whose job is it to raise your voice? Whose job is it to seek it like silver? And whose job is it? to search for it like hidden treasure. You know what the problem is with a whole lot of Christians? They have forgotten and missed the wisdom of it is their job. It's my job. It's my job. And it's your, if you are a believer, it is your job to do these things. And if you are lacking wisdom, it's not God has somehow failed. Matter of fact, he says out later in these same Proverbs, I have called out and you refused to listen. If we are lacking wisdom, it is not as if God has somehow failed us. No, no, no. Because you can go over to... I forgot the verse now, but I love it. It says his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. In other words, you have everything you need. So why do we not have wisdom? Well, I think it's pretty simple because we refuse to accept the responsibility and role we have to get it. I mean, I'm looking at these words. It's like we got some action to go. I mean, even let's take the search for this hidden treasure. I mean, you think about that. I'm not a treasure hunter, but I've read some pretty cool stories about people finding treasure buried at the bottom of the ocean. And it's these fascinating stories about people who went through all this research, but a lot of time, a lot of investment, a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of energy went into finding. It didn't just take a day. These people spent months, potentially years in finding out where the best place would be and even looking and missing it and looking here and looking there and finally finding it. Search for it like hidden treasure. It means that I think there's some effort that God invites us to be a part of to gain it. He said, I've called out. You refuse to listen. And here's the other beautiful promise. It says, the Lord gives wisdom. And from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. In other words, I don't think he makes it difficult to find. Matter of fact, in the beginning, you see these verses like wisdom. This is all Proverbs 1 and 2. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. She calls out from the street. So 
So wisdom is readily available, and yet so many people are missing it. Why? Well, I think short and sweet is they are refusing and they are missing their their responsibility. They do not want to embrace the role they have to play to get it. Like, wait, I'm supposed to do what? Yeah, you're supposed to go after it. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. That's Proverbs. It's going to cost you something, but go get it. And I think we need to be reminded of that. <laughs> Back to our original question, how long will you simple ones love your simple ways? If you lack wisdom in any given area, are you diligently seeking wisdom? Are you looking for it? Man, I I don't think so. I think if we're honest, and, and, and that's what I love about that question, how long will you love your simple ways? In other words, how long do you want, want to rock around doing foolish stuff <laughs> and making excuses. How, how long are we going to do this? At what point are you going to stop and realize that, you know what? Go get wisdom. Like, go get it. Go after it. And you will gain it. For the Lord does give wisdom. And from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And with Christ at the foundation of wisdom, He, you have a relationship with God through him. You've been given everything you need. He is the perfecter of your faith. So embrace the role you have to play in that. And there's this mysterious working of God where he blesses that. Look at John 15, you know. The it, it's all there, all the dots connect, but you do have a role to play in wisdom. And so I love this. This has been a great challenge for me personally, because I do lack wisdom in areas and, you know, I've gained some wisdom in some areas, but you don't ever arrive, right? You're always learning. You're always adding to your, you're always learning that you're a little foolish and there, our hearts are always capable of foolishness and our minds are capable of, of thinking of foolishness. And so you're constantly coming back to the drawing board, so to speak. And, and you don't, the, the journey of seeking it as uh, seeking wisdom as, as a hidden treasure, it, it never stops or it can stop, but, but you're a fool if it does. Right. And then that's back to the question. So I hope and pray that today that you will understand that you have an opportunity to go after wisdom. It's not just going to fall in your lap. You, it doesn't work like that. You got to go after it. Go back, look for yourself, go read Proverbs one and two today. I challenge you. And what you will find is you will find commands that are given that are meant to be taken and run with. And so I pray you do. And I know and trust that if you do, that wisdom's waiting and that he will certainly give you wisdom. If anyone asks, what is it, James? If anyone lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. That is a beautiful promise. Seek God for wisdom, ask him for it, and then look for it as the day goes on and you will find it. God bless you. Whatever you want to be, it helps to be well. An active, healthy lifestyle is key. We offer tips and support to quit smoking and address health conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure. It's never too late to make decisions to help you be healthier. Call 833-283-WELL. Be you. Be well. This ad brought to you by your Master Tobacco Substance